Hey, and welcome to our newest discipleship module, Spiritual Warfare, the fight for your life. Uh, in these discipleship modules, we work hard to provide timely and good content for you. So if this is helpful, make sure you subscribe to either the YouTube channel or the podcast so you can get uh, every one of these each time we publish them. This module is six weeks long. Each week we'll be pushing out two to three videos uh, looking at various topics. Well, when you think of spiritual warfare, what is it that you think of? Maybe you have images of Dan Brown's book, Angels and Demons, a gripping fictional a story centered around the election of a new pope, a missing canister of antimatter, and the elusive Illuminati. Maybe you think of Frank Peretti's novels of the 80s and 90s, uh, where there was an unsuspecting pastor of a small town who discovers that his town is being invaded by demons. And yet, through great faith, bravery, proper prayer coverage, they fight and win against these demonic forces. Maybe you're kind of skeptical about anything related to spiritual warfare. Or perhaps you think it is something that's real, but you're not sure what to make of it. Well, to begin our study, I want us to look at two of the most significant spiritual battles that we know of. Two battles that decided the course of the rest of human history, and then based on those, let them help inform us what does spiritual warfare look like. So I want you to pretend that you are something like a battlefield reporter sending back updates to the watching world to let them know what is going on in this battle. Here's the first one. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from the fruit of any trees of the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees of the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful, and the fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. And then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. Maybe you hadn't thought of it this way, but that incident in the Garden of Eden so long ago was the first spiritual battle that humans fought in. And who would win that battle had implications for the rest of humanity. And so Adam and Eve's loss led to a defeat for all of humanity. And everything that is bad in our world from stubbing your toe to murder stems from Adam and Eve losing this first spiritual fight. The loss in this battle gave Satan dominion over the world so that later he would be called the ruler of the kingdom of the air. But as that battlefield reporter, what updates would you send back? Maybe footage like we've seen in Ukraine lately of rockets and explosions and other war scenes? Maybe action-packed scenes of carnage as you kind of huddle behind a berm or brick wall giving us sneak peeks of the, the fighting that's taking place on the other side. Well, no, the battlefield reporting of this spiritual war would actually 
looked nothing like a war. In fact, if it wasn't for a snake speaking, this battle would look so ordinary you might just miss it and keep walking by trying to figure out where the real fight is going on. This was just a conversation of half-truths around questions about what God actually said. And it's set in a beautiful garden, and the only collateral damage in this war is a half-eaten piece of fruit. Well, let's travel to another battlefield. You're again the on-site reporter. What reports do you send back as you watch this fight? Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not eat, live by bread alone. And then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied, the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him back to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. What does your battlefield update look like? Maybe this scene is a bit more battle-like, not set in an idyllic garden, but in a remote desert. And yet, as you zoom in, it doesn't look anything like a battle. In fact, it doesn't even look like a fight. Instead, it's a conversation with lots of Bible verses being quoted. And if you were passing by on your camel, hearing that there is an epic war going on out in the desert, you think you weren't seeing it and figured you just stumbled upon two guys arguing about theology. And yet... This was one of the most decisive spiritual battles in all of human history. Because if Jesus had fallen like Adam and Eve, it would have defeated his entire mission here on earth. Evil would have gotten the best of him, and we would have no hope of being saved from our sins. What I want to leave you with in this first video is a new idea, a different idea about what spiritual warfare is that one of the devil's primary ways of attack isn't through possessing people or demonic sacrifices, but through words, lies to be specific, half lies, half truths, subtle lies. These are the things that brought humanity down. These were the weapons of the devil's war to become the ruler of the kingdom of the air. And it's how he still operates. His primary weapon is through lies. And that means the battlefield isn't these kind of glorious scenes of fighting back and forth, but the battlefield often takes place in your own mind and your heart. And what you do with those lies that ultimately come from the devil. Well, I'm excited for this series. Like I said, if this is helpful, please subscribe, share it with somebody else. I trust you are going to enjoy it. We're learning a lot and we'll see you in the next video.